going on, bougie latte? What's going on, aka girl? What's the what's the tea? Go ahead, get it cracking. And then there was space. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. What's going on, Ashley Simone? Today's episode, the motherfucker gonna talk a little bit about the uh, the, the Tank Davis versus um, Ryan Garcia fight shit. You know, shout out to both fighters. Both fighters fought hard. You know how they be saying, you know, both them motherfuckers got it in the way that they get it in. Shout out to both them niggas, man. Them motherfuckers both put in work. Did I believe that it was worth the hype that it received? Hell no. You know, the way that they was trying to pump Ryan Garcia, it reminded me a lot of that movie, The Great White Hype. You know, um, The Great White Hype was a movie uh, starring Damon Wayans with um, Samuel L. Jackson. I forgot the name of the dude who played the actual um, Great White Hype and shit. His name in the movie was like Tommy Conklin, like Irish Tommy, Tommy Conklin or some shit. And basically the gist of the movie was kind of like, um, f- for me, loosely based on the reality of the game of boxing, the industry of boxing, you know, boxing promotion, which is you have a champion that a lot of people see as a great fighter and then they try to build somebody up to seem as if they can knock down this great champion. And I feel like that's what Ryan Garcia was. I feel like Ryan Garcia was like the great white hype, my nigga. Like they was trying to, it was Peter Berg playing Irish timey, uh, Irish Terry Conklin. Shout out to John Watson from the Sports For You podcast, my nigga. Good looking out townhouse media family up in this bitch. But yeah, nigga, it was Peter Berg playing Irish Terry Conklin. I really look at Ryan Garcia as the current version of that. You know, just like with a lot of the motherfuckers who they put up against Floyd Mayweather, even though they may have been tomato cans in real life, they try to build up this other boxer to make you seem as if like, I think this nigga could really beat Gervonta. Me personally, who the fuck did Ryan Garcia beat? He didn't fucking fight nobody. So what the fuck made you niggas think because he was dope boxing on YouTube, beating up YouTubers and other motherfuckers y'all ain't never heard of, that somehow this nigga could get in the, get in the ring with fucking Gervonta Davis. Gervonta Davis been knocking actual boxers the fuck out. This motherfucker, Ryan, Ryan Garcia, just because he's undefeated, that don't mean shit. Nigga, if I go beat up a bunch of girls in the fucking YMCA, nigga, I'll be undefeated. If I go beat up a bunch of little kids, I'll be undefeated too. Undefeated don't mean nothing, my nigga. You know, like something that I always say in any context, when it comes to judging somebody and how great they are at anything, who did you be? You know, like I have a lot of arguments when we talk about Who's better between LeBron James and Michael Jordan? You know, even with me, because I put Kobe in the conversation, I feel like Kobe Bryant is better than Michael Jordan. Whenever I say that Michael Jordan ain't as good as Kobe Bryant, I always ask this number one fucking question. Who is Michael Jordan's Joe Frazier? The reason that I put Kobe Bryant above Michael Jordan is because Kobe Bryant played basketball and dominated in probably the greatest two-guard era in NBA history. When Kobe Bryant was playing ball, Kobe Bryant had to guard some of the greatest two-guards to ever do it, some of the greatest swing men to ever do it. So I put Kobe above Jordan just off the fact that he balled the fuck out and dominated just like Jordan into me, a much more difficult era. You know, niggas might say that Michael Jordan's era was difficult, but the niggas standing in front of Michael Jordan weren't as great as the niggas standing in front of Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant guarded way better competition. Kobe Bryant was guarded by way better competition. I'm not talking about the centers and Hakeem Olajuwon and Patrick Ewing and David Robinson. Them niggas didn't guard Jordan. Them niggas was in the key. The nigga who guarded Michael Jordan 
was, you know, uh, Byron Russell, you know. What's going on tonight, man? King, what's that? Nine Nine Gorilla. I see y'all up in this motherfucker, man. You know, shout out to y'all, dog. But like, that's what I'm saying. So like, as I'm looking at this fight between Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis, I'm asking the same questions. Who the fuck did Ryan Garcia beat for y'all to think that he's supposed to be standing in the ring against fucking Javante Davis? Who did he beat? What did he do to make you think that he could beat motherfucking Javante Davis? You know, like I said, nigga, back to the fucking analogy with Kobe and Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant had to go against Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, Michael Red, motherfucking Paul Pierce, Carmelo Anthony, um, shit, Michael Finley. Nigga, like that two-guard spot during Kobe's motherfucking run was difficult. Michael Jordan, the best motherfucking two guards Michael Jordan faced were uh, Reggie Miller, Clyde Drexler, and maybe uh, Mitch Richmond. You know, you could throw Joe Dumars up in there, but after that, nigga, it was Jeff Hornacek. You know, it was Tom Tolbert. It was Vinny Del Negro. It was a lot of white motherfuckers that Michael Jordan was out there dunking on, my nigga. So for me, Michael Jordan didn't have no great competition, my nigga. You know, y'all can say what you want to say about his era, but nigga, Michael Jordan didn't have a lot of cold niggas standing in front of him, my nigga. You know, Michael Jordan won Defensive Player of the Year, and I always ask, who was he guarding, though? Michael Jordan wasn't really guarding no bunch of legendary motherfuckers. Kobe was out there stepping on other legends. Kobe was out there stepping on motherfucking Nigga, other Hall of Famers, my niggas, Kobe was standing face-to-face with Hall of Famers and whooping their motherfucking ass every night. It's a lot of motherfuckers Kobe went against, nigga, that, that got their jersey retired. I can't say the same for Michael Jordan, dog. What's going on, Uncle P? What's up, Candace Nicole? Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just, it's just the motherfucking truth. Like, you can't name a bunch of legendary motherfuckers that Michael Jordan actually guarded face-to-face. You know, a lot of the time that Michael Jordan was out there playing, Pippen was playing motherfucking defense against the best player on the team. So it's hard for me to give Michael Jordan all these flowers. You said Isaiah. Isaiah was old. And most of the time Isaiah was in his prime, they was kicking Michael Jordan in his motherfucking back. Magic and Bird, same shit. Them niggas went against Jordan at the end of their career and at the beginning of his. What's going on, my nigga DJ? D-Cross, my homie up in this motherfucker. But who else you say? Carl Malone didn't guard Michael Jordan. Hornacek guarded Michael Jordan. So like I said, I'm not finna give Michael Jordan a whole lot of these accolades and the motherfuckers who was guarding him wasn't all that. John Starks, come on, dog. John Starks wasn't a all-star. Charles Barkley was a power forward. I could do this all day, my nigga. Like Michael Jordan didn't have a whole lot of great competition standing in front of him, guarding him. Like I said, I'll give you Reggie Miller. Clyde Drexler, um, maybe Joe Dumars, and shit. Who else, nigga? You know, like I said, like, nigga, I'm, I'm not saying Michael Jordan was weak, but I'm saying, nigga, the nigga standing in front of Michael Jordan, come on, my nigga. Like, y'all not finna make it seem as if them niggas was fucking with T-Mac. Like, Kobe had to go against T-Mac. Kobe had to go against, shit, LeBron. Kobe had to go against Paul Pierce. Kobe had to go against Melo. Kobe was going against niggas who got their jersey retired right now. Kobe was going against first and second ballot Hall of Famers. Michael Jordan wasn't guarded by a lot of Hall of Famers. Nigga, Michael Jordan hit the shot over Craig Elo. You know, a lot of those highlights you see Michael Jordan out there freaking motherfuckers, you don't know their goddamn name. You know, Michael Jordan was playing in the era like, us as wrestling fans, and it's, uh, I, I hate to come in here and shit on Jordan, but I just enjoy shitting on Michael Jordan. Sorry, y'all. I'm just going off on a tangent. But, like, in the wrestling era that a lot of us grew up in, I'm sure uh, if John Watson up in this motherfucker, if, um, you know, if 9-9 Gorilla and them is up in this motherfucker, any of you 80s babies remember the 80s in wrestling when they was out there beating up the jobbers? When Hulk Hogan and them was beating up a bunch of niggas who you didn't really know, like it'd be the Brooklyn Brawler and motherfuckers like that. 
the greatest era of wrestling was the attitude era because everybody in the ring was a superstar. It was superstar versus superstar. That's how I felt about Kobe's era versus Michael Jordan's era. Michael Jordan was dunking on a bunch of niggas whose names you'll never remember. And like I said, nigga, I give y'all Reggie Miller. I give y'all niggas Clyde Drexler. I give y'all Joe Dumars. I give y'all Mitch Richmond. I give y'all those four. But outside of that, nigga, MJ didn't have no great fucking competition, my nigga. Kobe did. Kobe was out there hooping against motherfuckers who are Hall of Famers right now. Nigga, Kobe was going against a legend every motherfucking night. Kobe was going against probably the best two guard in that in that team's fucking history every night. Iverson. I ain't even say AI, and that's my favorite player of all time. I got pictures of that nigga in my house. You know, like I said, nigga, Kobe was going against motherfucking legends on a regular fucking basis, my nigga. You know, and I put... LeBron over Kobe just off of raw numbers, nigga. You know, he's the all-time leading scorer, top five in assists, rebounds, and all type of other stats. Nigga, LeBron is just a fucking machine, so I put him high. But, nigga, I got Kobe, nigga, close second, right behind him, nigga, then Michael Jordan. I got Jordan number three. Why do I have Jordan number three? For the same reason I didn't think that Ryan had a fucking shot at beating Tank, my nigga. Like, how the fuck you gonna beat Tank and you ain't beating nobody else, my nigga? Why are niggas saying that this nigga should be standing in the ring against motherfucking Tank Davis and he ain't beating nobody? You know, like, there's a lot of motherfuckers that knock Mike fucking Tyson because Mike Tyson didn't really have no great opposition. You know, like, when motherfuckers say that Muhammad Ali was the greatest to ever do it, what's going on? We need to talk. I see you up in this motherfucking ring, dog. When niggas call Muhammad Ali the greatest boxer of all time, the reason that they can say that shit with such confidence is because Muhammad Ali had to go against some of the greatest competition of all time. That nigga went against Joe Frazier. You know, that nigga went against um, Sonny Liston. That nigga went against, you know, uh, Big George Foreman. You know, Ken Norton Sr. Like, that nigga had some great fucking competition. That nigga fought in a great fucking era. Where it was all type of motherfuckers who could have had that belt and he whooped their ass. You know, like that's a fucking thing. Dominique was a small forward. Do we count? Yeah, he count. But like I said, nigga Pippen was guarding him. So a lot of those other motherfuckers that we could count, I don't count them because him and Michael Jordan wasn't guarding them niggas. That's my thing, nigga. When you watch them old Michael Jordan highlights, nigga, look who he was guarding, dog. I don't get that nigga credit because of who the fuck he was guarding and who was guarding him. Nigga, that nigga was out there busting up tomato cans, my nigga. And what he say, you checking out the new Foreman movie? Hell yeah, I'm checking out the Foreman movie. I love shit like that. But um, but like I said, the reason that we give Muhammad Ali the nod over Mike Tyson is because Mike Tyson's competition wasn't as great as Muhammad Ali's competition. And that's what I was saying about Tank Davis against Ryan fucking Garcia. As I'm watching motherfuckers, and even Tank Davis himself, which me personally, I feel like the reason that Tank Davis was saying that this fight with Ryan Garcia was going to be a dangerous fight is to sell the fight. You know, a lot of what the the boxing promotion game is, is building up the fucking opponent to make it seem as if the opponent is a great opponent because ain't nobody going to tune in if they know Javante going to knock this nigga out in the first round. Ain't nobody finna tune in if they feel like this fight is gonna be a fucking ass whooping from the top to the bottom. You know, what's going on, my nigga Trill? I ain't even uh, see you up in this motherfucker. What's the deal, Trill? But, like, that's the fucking thing. The reason that they was trying to make Ryan Garcia seem like he was this great fighter, this come out of nowhere, might fuck around and catch Tank with a lucky left hook. They did that to make y'all wanna see the fight. Like, ooh, this nigga might fuck around and upset tank i didn't believe that shit for a fucking second my nigga because i'm like who the fuck is this nigga who the fuck did he beat who the fuck is he where the fuck is he from and why are y'all making it seem as if this nigga gonna beat tank up nigga like even tank said the shit but like i said that's the game they want to make you think this nigga could beat tank because if you don't think he got a shot you ain't gonna buy the fight what's going on cuz oh my nigga double l my little cousin up in this motherfucker but that's the fucking thing my nigga that nigga Tank is a fucking beast. 
So they want to make it seem like the nigga he fighting is a beast, so you'll buy the fight. And what you say, John Watson Tank is the best fighter to ever come out of the money team not named Floyd. Hell yeah, that's the that's the goddamn gospel, my nigga. And that's the thing, like nigga Tank Davis is a motherfucking monster, my nigga. Tank Davis ain't no regular ass fighter, nigga. Tank Davis ain't no tomato can. Tank Davis is is a legend right now. If he quit right now, nigga, his name gonna be remembered. Nigga, Tank is a monster, my nigga. What he say? Honestly, I need to see Tank versus Haney. That'd be a cool fight. But like I said, as far as this fight in, in general, just like the last couple fights that Floyd had, nigga, they they built up um the 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 MMA fighter um Conor McGregor. They built up Conor McGregor to seem like he could fuck around and beat Floyd. You know, they they built up um. Shit, the redhead motherfucker. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, he might fuck around and beat Floyd. You know, like, that's the fucking game. They want to make it seem as if this motherfucker could fuck around and upset the champ. That's what makes you want to go watch the fucking fight. You ain't going to want to go see that shit if it look like it's going to be a flat-out ass whooping. So that's the game. They hype a motherfucker up to seem like he might be able to do some shit. Yep, same with motherfucking Miguel Cotto, nigga. Everybody Floyd for, they sold as if this motherfucker might fuck around, beat Floyd. Floyd getting old. Floyd getting slow. Nigga, Floyd is Floyd. Nigga, ain't nobody finna beat no motherfucking Floyd. Floyd gonna beat this shit out of whoever the fuck he get in the goddamn ring with. But in order to get your ass to pay for that motherfucking pay-per-view, we gotta sell that shit as if this nigga might fuck around and upset him. Same with the motherfucking movie, The Great White Hype. It was the same exact shit. You know, um, I, I, I can't even remember the name of Damon Wayne's character, but he was getting fat. He was getting slow. He was getting lazy. So they wanted to make it seem as if Irish Terry Conklin could fuck around and catch him because he was susceptible to that overhand right. And Conklin just happened to have a cold overhand right. Same with this. Ryan Garcia's taller. He's fast. Look at him on YouTube. He going to get his motherfucking ass beat. But to the casual boxing fan, he looks great because they don't know shit. And what you say, simply ball dropping, Devin Haney doesn't stand a chance against Tank. I don't think so neither. I don't think it's nobody fucking with Tank, nigga. And Tank, until Tank get old and slow and we can tell, Tank going to beat the shit out of any motherfucker in his weight class. What you say, Candice? I remember that Canelo fight. The Latinos at my job swore he was going to win. Yeah, the same with, um... Oscar De La Hoya, it was the same shit. They had Oscar De La Hoya thinking Oscar was going to fuck Floyd up. They always sell it as if, oh, nigga, he's great. He's going to fuck Floyd up. That's bullshit. You know, let me see. Let me let me scoot through these motherfucking comments on Instagram. What's going on, my nigga? Mark, what's the motherfucking deal? Uh, Verb, the, I don't even know how to pronounce that shit. My bad. But that's the fucking thing. Nigga, Garcia was not ready for Tank's power because Garcia never fought nobody. He ain't never been hit like that. You know, because a lot of motherfuckers were saying like it looked like he took a fall, which, yeah, it kind of did look like it because when he went down and the ref was counting him out, he looked like he was in his complete right mind. He was laser focused. But if you understand boxing and you know what it's like to get hit in your motherfucking liver like that, that shit hurt. That shit hurt like a motherfucker, my nigga. When he got hit, nigga, you could just tell by the way he was trying not to put no weight on it. Like, he was trying to defend that shit, like, jab him away. Like, oh, that shit hurt, nigga. Okay, for sure, it's just Verb. What's the deal, Verb? But, like, that's the fucking thing. What's going on, my nigga? Warren Gold clothing. My nigga J-Rock up in this motherfucker. But, like, you could tell by when that motherfucker got hit, he was trying to, you know, like, cover that little part of his body because that shit hurt like a motherfucker, nigga. He ain't never been hit. And like I said, nigga, as I was watching that fight, that's exactly what I was saying when the motherfucker did that. Nigga, you ain't never been hit like that. What's going on, Miss Lisa B? You know, the nigga couldn't breathe, my nigga. Like, that's the fucking thing. When you get hit with a hard-ass body shot, it ain't like a head shot. You know, because a lot of motherfuckers thought like, oh, it was a delayed reaction. He probably took the fall. No, when you get knocked out, when you get one of these chin shots, nigga, your brain immediately shut down and your whole body go down. You, you, you. Ton of bricks But when you catch a body shot Nigga uh, Shit happens in there Nigga It's pain You know like Your, your legs quiver Nigga your, you, you, you lose your breath And it just hurts 
And it's not that it hurts immediately, but it's like, nigga, throughout the course of that fight, the pain was going to get worse. Every time he hit it, it was going to hurt more. So when that nigga told the ref, like, cut it, it was because it's like, I don't want to feel this again. I've never felt this before, and I don't want to feel this again. That's the reason that that motherfucker let him count him out was like, nah, fuck this, because I don't want to feel that shit again, my nigga. What you say we need to talk as the ball player? That hit the floor in their midsection. You feel like you're going to die. Exactly, my nigga. You you get that that midsection, nigga. That shit hurt. Nigga uh, was a teenager. My uncle hit me in the liver, nigga. I went down. Exactly. And what you say, simply ball dropping? Only that would give Tank a run, Shakur Stevenson. But Tank wins that fight. Exactly. Nigga, Tank, Tank is too powerful at that size. It's really no motherfuckers who could really fuck with him like that. Ryan had, what do you say? Ryan Wright hasn't fought. No one but Luke Campbell. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, Ryan ain't had no real fucking opponents, my nigga. And what you say? Uh, tank his heart. That was a perfect body shot. Permanent. Yeah, exactly, my nigga. And that's the fucking thing. What he say? He got to beat Lomachenko. Yeah. My nigga, uh, U.A. said boo-boo shot. Exactly, nigga. Like I said, first thing I said, nigga, when I seen that shit, that nigga going to piss blood, nigga. That nigga is definitely going to feel that, nigga. And like I said, nigga say shit like, oh, he going to feel that in the morning. No, he felt that when it hit him. Nigga, when that motherfucker went down, he said, oh, no, I don't want that nigga. He hit me with another one of those, I'm going to be fucked up. He hit me with another one of those, I'm going to the hospital. What's up, 1987, Grant? What's going on, Blackzilla 27? You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, that nigga knew. That nigga was like, nigga, I'm going to be fucked up if he hit me again like that. So that's why that motherfucker took that knee, my nigga. A lot of motherfuckers, oh, man, he took the coward way out. No, nigga, if you get hit like that, you'll know. You know, it's a lot of boxers that when they get hit like that, they immediately go down, and that's because of experience. You know, that's the thing. Experience will make you do shit a certain way. You know, experience, nigga, when you get hit and you go all the way down, uh, I'm down. Fuck that shit. I ain't getting hit like that again. But he ain't got that experience, so his pride hit him real quick. When he first got hit, you see he had that little smirk on his face like that didn't hurt. That didn't hurt. Yeah, shit hurt like a motherfucker. Let, let me chill Let me chill Fuck this shit let me, let me just take my money I made it seven rounds Let me take the money and run And that's the fucking thing My nigga like It was it was a hype job No shade to Ryan Garcia No shade to the fight It was an entertaining fight I enjoy watching that shit But it was definitely A fucking hype job My nigga like They sold it as if Ryan had a shot At beating Tank And there was no way in hell And what you say Ringo uh, people calling him weak have never been in a fight. Yeah, no, nah, he ain't weak at all, my nigga. Like I said, nigga, if y'all niggas took that same shot, y'all niggas would have took that same knee. You'd have sat your ass down too, nigga. You'd have been like, mm-mm, hell no. Nah. And that's the thing, nigga. The reason that it's so easy for motherfuckers to sell these fights to a lot of people is because a lot of people are casual boxing fans. The average motherfucker that's paying for these pay-per-views they don't really know a whole lot about boxing, so it's easy for you to tell them that, oh, this nigga could beat this nigga. You seen that nigga on YouTube? Watch these videos of him beating up these tomato cans. Look how fast he hits that bag. He might be able to fuck around, take, take Tank out. Look how tall he is. He might be able to do this shit right here and, and put one on him. A boxing fan knows that's bullshit, but the average Joe going to be like, yeah, I think he can do it. That's why so many people bet money on fucking Ryan Garcia. You threw your money in a fucking toilet. But, you know, I can I can understand how they were able to sell you that bullshit because you don't know no better. And, you know, like I say, I don't fault niggas for ignorance because you just didn't know no better. It is what it is. Now, if when I see a whole lot of those motherfuckers who were boxers, a lot of the motherfuckers that were in the boxing industry, I don't think they really bet. I think that they was just part of the scam and told y'all they was putting money on Ryan. But I know they knew just as well as I knew. Ryan had no fucking shot. And what you say, that nigga Ill Will told me the night before Tank wins in seven. Tank told Brandon Marshall that same night that he that he was winning in seven. I honestly feel like that, that, that winning in seven, that shit was just a lucky fucking guess. Because I think he probably could have won that shit faster on some real life shit. But uh, what he say, damn, I should have bet more. Yeah, pretty much. I taught my kids if they get into a fight, work the body in the end and in the fight early. I feel like working the body works more in boxing than it does in street fighting because, you know, 
nigga in a street fight is is so much quick boom 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 boom. You just want to knock a nigga the fuck out as soon as you can. The average nigga don't got no hell of a chin, so try to catch his ass right here, nigga, right between that jawbone and this motherfucking chin bone. And whoop, put him on down. Niggas can't lift weights with their chin. Uh, Golden Boy mad, but Tank was the A side and can dictate the terms. Yes, definitely, nigga. And that's the fucking thing. If I'm the bigger draw, I get the bigger fucking piece of the purse. You know, like, that's another funny part of the fight game. Like, nigga, if you ain't fought nobody, nigga, you can't say who comes out first and who comes out second and how much you get paid. Nigga, suck my dick, nigga. The only reason we even both in this motherfucker is because of my name. Niggas only watch that fight because of fucking Tank Davis. Ryan Garcia is not a draw against an unknown boxer. No matter who Tank fights, that shit gonna do numbers, nigga. If I say I'm finna go squabble with Tank, nigga, that shit gonna do numbers. Because they're going to do the same hype job with me. They're going to be like, Uncle Dolomite, the 40-year-old crip from Compton. That nigga's 200-0 in the street fights. That nigga done knocked out this nigga. Knocked 16 niggas out. Here goes some YouTube videos of Uncle Dolomite knocking niggas out. He's got the height. He's got the reach. He might be able to knock Tank ass out. And then Tank going to go in there and beat the eyebrows off my motherfucking ass. That's the fight game, nigga. Like, they try to make it seem as if the motherfucker he's fighting is this great fucking fighter. And then you go in there and get your damn ass beat. That's the game. They want to make it seem as if you have a shot, my nigga. Because if you didn't think this nigga had a shot, why would you order the fight? You know, those Mike Tyson fights were a little different, nigga. Mike Tyson was a one in a million lightning in a bottle. Mike Tyson was the only motherfucker... That was such a draw that Mike Tyson could have literally fought Butterbean and we'd have ordered that shit. Nigga, Mike Tyson could have won that motherfucking fought Bam Bam Bigelow and we'd have ordered that motherfucking fight. That nigga Mike Tyson could have won that nigga. I'm, I'm finna fight Hulk Hogan. I'm finna go on that motherfucking nigga. I'm finna fight Debo from Friday. Nigga, no matter who Mike Tyson was fighting, we was gonna order that shit. But the rest of boxing, these niggas ain't, they, they not a draw like that. So you need to build somebody up to make it seem as if they have a fucking shot to beat these niggas in order to get us to order the fight. So even though Ryan Davis had no chance in hell, you know, them niggas sold it to the casual fan because it's easy to sell something to you when you don't know shit. And what you say, uh, Golden Boy is mad because they can't figure out how to beat Floyd with his best fighters. Man, Floyd is motherfucking gifted, dog. What you say, 1987 grip? What about Stevenson, Shakur, in like two years of Devin Haney? Yeah, if in two years, them niggas is banking on the fact that Tank going to be 30. You know, Tank might be older, a little bit of slower, so that might be their advantage over him. But Tank and Tank's prime, ain't nobody fucking with prime Tank. I knew it was over when Ryan Garcia came out to Taylor Swift. Nigga, that's the fucking thing. What's going on? Blackjack 94. I see you up in this motherfucker. Birmingham, Alabama up in this motherfucker. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, Tank Davis is a fucking machine. Like, they don't call the little nigga Tank for no fucking reason. The little nigga name is fucking Tank, dog. What's going on, Linda the Empress? How you doing? You know, but like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Tank Davis is a goddamn monster. But in order to get you motherfuckers to order the fight... We have to tell you that there's somebody who could possibly beat him. Same thing with motherfucking Floyd Mayweather. Nigga, when you're great at something, motherfuckers will pay money to possibly see you lose. They're no longer paying to see the same shit that they see every night, which is you winning. Ain't nobody going to order a fight if they know, man, this nigga 47 and no nigga. He going to win this fight. Why would I order it? I already know how it's going to end. They're selling you on. He might possibly lose. You know, it's the same thing with watching motherfuckers, you know, tame tigers. It's the same with watching NASCAR and all type of other dangerous sports. You don't watch for safety. You watch for the danger. You watch for the possibility that something that you don't expect might happen. You watch because you think, nigga, somehow something amazing might fuck around and happen. Like this nigga might fuck around and upset tank. I'll pay $50 to see that shit. And that's what it is. They selling you on the fact that, nigga, you might fuck around and get surprised. And what you say, John Watson, all the smoke interview, both Garcia uh, likes the Lion King 
Tank like boys in the hood menace. Yeah, nigga, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, Tank Davis is a is a nigga. Nigga, Tank Davis is one of them niggas who you don't want to run into. When, when you see Tank Davis and you see Ryan Garcia, fuck the record. Nigga, just look at them two niggas. Which one of the motherfuckers would you fight? The nigga with the tattoos from his motherfucking neck to his toenails or this motherfucker that looked like he was in high school musical, my nigga. I just dropped that bomb because I was thirsty, my nigga. I ain't even going to bullshit you. But what you say, 1987, Grant? Uh, you a real one, big bro. Too much game. Appreciate your feedback. Oh, yeah, man. Good looking out, dog. But, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, Tank Davis is, his name is Tank. The little nigga is a tank. He's a very small guy, but he packs a hell of a fucking punch. And the thing is, like, even when they was doing the little little interviews in the beginning, like, you know, Ryan Davis was saying shit like he wanted to be his friend. And, man, can we be cool after this? And, like, the thing is, nigga, there's a difference between fighters and dudes who can just box. Ryan Davis is a great boxer. Don't get me wrong, nigga. He, he, he know how to work with his hands. Y'all seen it in the first round. He tried to get on Tank ass, nigga. When y'all, when y'all seen the, the start of that fight, nigga, he, nigga, he put some shit on Tank. That nigga had Tank, nigga. Hold on, nigga. Wait up. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, nigga. You're tripping. That nigga hit Tank with some shit in that first round, nigga, a couple times. You know, till his ass got a little cocky with it. And Tank sat him on his motherfucking back pockets in the second round. Nigga said, hold on, nigga, let me. <clears throat> that nigga sat, sat his ass right on down. Nigga parked him. That nigga, that nigga found this motherfucking handicapped parking spot in the middle of that motherfucking ring real quick. Like, hold on, nigga. You forgot who do this and who don't do this. You know, and that's the fucking thing. He got cocky with that left hook and that nigga caught one. Tasted that motherfucker. Found out what that motherfucking glove tastes like. And that's the fucking thing, dog. Like, he start believing his own hype. That's where he fucked up, nigga. He, ooh, 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 look at, look, look at me. I got him, guys. That nigga probably looked at his mama after that shit. Mom, you see me? I'm, I'm beating up Tank Davis. Nigga, then that second round came, nigga, that nigga got, he got saucy with that motherfucker. And that nigga put that poop poop on his motherfucking ass. What's going on, J.M.F. Queen? How you doing, baby? You know, but like, that's the fucking thing. Like, we as casual fans bought into the fact that Ryan looked like he could possibly get in the ring with this motherfucker and do some shit. So even though that was complete bullshit, motherfuckers buy into it. That's the game of boxing. That's the game of sports. That's the game of promotion and anything. You know, a lot of the, the sporting events that we go to, a lot of times we pay our money because we think that something that we don't expect to happen is going to happen. Nobody's going to go into something thinking that they know exactly what's going to happen. That's why we that's why we pay for the fight cuz motherfuckers had niggas thinking Ryan Garcia had a chance to beat Tank Davis. Even though it was bullshit. What's going on, burn that son? You know like even with Oscar De La Hoya against fucking Floyd. Nigga, I knew Floyd was going to beat the shit out that dude. Every fight Floyd had, I knew Floyd was going to win. But they got to sell it to you like he might lose or you're not going to pay to see it. Me personally, that's the reason I don't really order a whole lot of pay-per-views because nine times out of ten, I already know who's going to win. This nigga is undefeated. This nigga done beat every actual boxer who was in front of him. This nigga done made a statement and every time he was in the ring against a fucking YouTuber. You know, same when they had a... What's that fucking motherfucking um uh the, the the YouTube brothers Logan Paul when Logan Paul fought mate them niggas had Logan Paul looking like he could fight Floyd like nigga come on dog because this nigga beat up a bunch of basketball players and celebrities and fucking celebrity dancers niggas who was on Dancing with the Stars y'all think this nigga could fight Floyd like that's how ignorant the consumer is i ain't gonna use the word stupid i'm gonna use the word ignorant nigga the the consumer is very ignorant they don't really know no better so them niggas is buying into the fact that espn said this look like it's gonna be a close fight so maybe it's gonna be a close fight but boxing fans no nigga this shit finna be an ass whooping but i'ma tune in because i like seeing niggas get their ass whooped 
But what you say, Nightmare King, if this was basketball, Tank got park game, Ryan got driveway game. Nigga, if this is motherfucking basketball, Tank got NBA game, and motherfucking Ryan got, uh, I don't know, them 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 little kids who be watching and one, so they be dribbling in their garage with a camera in front of them and no basketball hoop. That's the thing. John Watson said he the motherfucking Mexican Jake Paul. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but what you say? Subscribe to Townhouse Media now on YouTube if you missed any parts of the episode on the replay. Hell yeah, nigga. Make sure y'all motherfuckers subscribe to Townhouse Media now on motherfucking YouTube so you can catch my shit, catch the sports for you, no rules, and uh, the upcoming Podding around with the super producer Ben Ready. Jake Paul lost to Tyson Fury brother who a reality star. That's the thing. Like, nigga, I, I'm shout out to the hustle that Jake Paul and Logan Paul are running because I low key feel like not even on no punk shit, not even to take nothing away from them, they low key save boxing a little bit. You know, a lot of motherfuckers wasn't watching boxing, but once they start bringing all these celebrity names into the ring, a lot of motherfuckers start paying attention to boxing. So shout out to them for that. I'm not saying they 100% say boxing, but they definitely breathe some life back into the sport of boxing because a lot of motherfuckers was off boxing because Floyd Mayweather was so far and away past the competition and heavyweight boxing there was literally nobody worth watching. Like most of the motherfuckers that was in a heavyweight division looked like, you know, truck drivers, construction workers, and, you know, niggas who fucking throw trash cans in the backyard of houses and bar fighters and shit. Like literally, my nigga, the motherfucker who beat Anthony Joshua looked like his first 27 fights was at Dodger games and Raider games, my nigga, like, that motherfucker who beat Anthony Joshua, even when you look at Tyson Fury, nigga, Tyson Fury does not look like a boxer. Nigga, Tyson Fury looks like a fucking alcoholic. What's going on, my cousin? My cousin Ty, brother Webb up in this motherfucker. What's going on? Ill Will up in this motherfucker. Like, that's the thing. Like, the reason heavyweight boxing ain't what it used to be is because we don't have no more great champions in heavyweight boxing. Because boxing will be a lot farther forward if actual great athletes were getting in the ring. You know, a lot of what fucked up heavyweight boxing is CTE. You know, niggas see what happened to Muhammad Ali and how he went out. You know, niggas see what happened to a lot of these great boxers and how they go out. You know, um, what's that nigga name? Uh, damn. I'm so bad with names, nigga. One of the last motherfuckers, like even shit, nigga, um, Larry Holmes. Um, you know, a lot of these motherfuckers who who was dope ass boxers and from all them punches to the head, nigga, they shit all fucked up. So a lot of great heavyweight motherfuckers was like, nigga, I'm just gonna go play motherfucking basketball. I'm gonna go play football. Fuck boxing. So a lot of the great, or not even great, a lot of the top heavyweights are just fat motherfuckers. You know, like nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers that look like some. You know, just like Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua's a motherfucking hype job himself. He looks the look, but he can't fight. You know, even like nigga, not to not to shit on my nigga Deontay Wilder, but Deontay Wilder is not a boxer. He's a fucking fighter. He's a street fighter who got gloves, nigga. He he hit you with that motherfucking baseball bat, but if he don't land that motherfucker, he can't fucking fight, nigga. That nigga cannot be no great historical heavyweight from no era, my nigga. He's just dope because he can knock niggas the fuck out. And that's his fucking thing. Shout out to that. That shit entertaining to watch. But he can't fuck with Mike Tyson. He can't fuck with Lennox Lewis. He can't fuck with um, motherfucking damn Evander Holyfield, George Foreman, Michael Moore, Razor Riddick, Riddick Bowe. No, nigga. Like, you good at beating up these tomato can motherfuckers in the heavyweight division? That, like I said, they all look like motherfucking uh, carpenters and shit. Like, nigga, all these motherfuckers, just big, chunky motherfuckers that got they, they first few fights at bars and 49er games. But what you say, Candace? Uh, 
I was waiting on you to bring up why boxing slowed down because of injury. Yeah, like them head injuries got a lot of motherfuckers not wanting to get their ass in the ring and get knocked the fuck out. What you say, John Watson? I'm not a fan of the Paul brothers, but they're great entertainment. If Logan Paul was, wasn't legit, you're not training with uh, Shawn Michaels for WrestleMania. And that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, I give the Paul brothers they props because they actually got in the ring. They actually did what it took to become legitimate boxers. Not that they was legitimate in the in the sense of being great professional boxers where they can fight a legitimate champion. But they became serviceable enough for them to be good to watch in the fucking ring. So when they got in the ring with people, there was a lot of motherfuckers with the mentality of this a YouTuber. I could whoop his ass. So that's what got um my nigga from the NBA. Um that's so fucked up, nigga. I be on some old nigga shit when it come to these names and shit. But, like, nigga, uh, y'all know the little short motherfucker he beat up, had him all sleeping in the middle of the ring. Like, they have motherfuckers thinking that they could beat him, and they go out there and whoop their ass. And we pay to see it because we want to see the big name get beat up. We're casuals. We don't know no fucking better. We just want to see a good fucking show. Yeah, Nate Robinson. That nigga Logan Paul knocked Nate Robinson the fuck out. Why did he knock Nate Robinson the fuck out? Because Nate Robinson thought like we thought. Nigga, this little white motherfucker, I'm a fantastic athlete. I beat the shit out this white motherfucker. Not realizing this white motherfucker been training with boxers. This nigga got eight or nine actual fights up under his belt in that boxing ring. You have zero experience. Just because your ass is athletic don't mean you can work with your motherfucking hands. And he showed you. Uh, Jake Paul, I don't fuck with his boxing, but he's a good businessman. Signing those twins from the U who going with WWE and trying to unionize the fight game. And see, that's what I'm saying, my nigga. I fuck with the business acumen. Not a fan of their personalities. Not a fan of seeing them motherfuckers in the ring. I'm not a fan of them motherfuckers at all. But... You know, just the fact that them motherfuckers got an eye on boxing, I fuck with that because I love boxing, my nigga. You know, I'm not the hugest boxing fan, but, you know, I was born in the motherfucking 80s. So I saw the golden era of boxing. You know, I got to see when there were literally super fights, super heavyweight motherfucking matches, my nigga. You know, Mike Tyson versus um, Evander Holyfield. It turned out fucked up. But just having those two names in the same ring at the same time. Same with motherfucking um, Lennox Lewis versus Evander Holyfield. Lennox Lewis versus Tyson. Um, you know, George Foreman versus Michael Moore. Mike Tyson versus Razor Riddick. Like, nigga, it, it was some fucking bouts, my nigga. Riddick Bow versus motherfucking um, Evander Holyfield. Like, there was some great heavyweight fights when I was growing up. Between legendary, a legend versus a legend in the fucking ring. You know, like, that's when boxing was at its height. When heavyweight matches, when when both names in that motherfucking ring was both dope, that's when boxing was at its best. JMF Queen said, I missed those days. Hell yeah. You know, like, even before my time, you know, like, the rumble in the motherfucking jungle, the thrill in Manila, like, um, Marvelous Marvin Hagler versus, um... My nigga, Hitman Hearns. You know, them motherfuckers was in there rocking like a cutoff stock. What's going on, the Black Mac? Like, that's the thing, nigga. That's when boxing was at its peak. Uh, can we even talk about Prime Roy Jones Jr.? The fucked up thing about Prime Roy Jones Jr. was the same as what I'm saying about, like, this era right now. Roy Jones Jr. was so far past his competition a lot of motherfuckers look terrible next to this nigga. Like, nigga, Roy Jones Jr. didn't really meet competition until he slowed down and lost a step and then started getting his ass whooped. Then he started getting knocked out the fucking ring and shit. But prime Roy Jones Jr. was so far up past the competition, it was like, nigga, why, why are we even watching this shit? He finna beat the shit out of whoever you put in front of this nigga. That nigga Roy Jones Jr. was something different, dog. Like, nigga, they... I thought they was going to ban that nigga from boxing because he was so fucking good. What you say, Candace? I was born in the 90s. I got the very last of boxing. Yeah, that, that shit is fucking crazy. Like, you you missed a hell of an era to see that shit live on fucking pay-per-view. Like, 
when them fights used to happen, that shit have shut a whole fucking neighborhood down. Like when I lived in Compton, like I'm talking about nigga, the whole hood would be at one house watching these fights. Like nigga, you knew who had the fucking pay-per-view because if you stood in the middle of the street, you'll hear motherfuckers screaming out they motherfucking houses when the fights was going on. I see you up in this motherfucking heaven's world. How you doing? Who else up in this thing, nigga? Somebody else just joined. Alpha Wolf Man. What's going on? And that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, there was a time when boxing was at its peak, nigga, when both the motherfuckers in the ring were both great. And like I said, that's the reason that this fight was sold the way that it was sold. Because they want to make it seem as if Ryan Garcia is somehow just as great as Tank. That's what they're selling. They're selling you on the fact that this nigga might fuck around and upset this motherfucker. This nigga, Ryan Garcia from YouTube, is so fast. He's so tall. He's so strong. He might fuck around and beat Tank. And like I said, nigga, as the the casual fan, the ignorant consumer, a lot of motherfuckers bought into it. You know, like I was telling one of my homeboys, nigga, we was talking about that shit at work. I'm like, nigga, you see a lot of these uh, boxing industry people saying that they got money on Ryan. I doubt it. I need let me see the receipt for that bet that you placed on Ryan. Did you really, as a motherfucking intelligent fan of boxing, as a motherfucker who understands the sport of boxing, you really put money on a motherfucking YouTuber against a world champion? If you did, you motherfucking stupid. Any motherfucker who done watched five boxing matches, if you put your money on Ryan, you stupid as a motherfucker. I I can't even use a better word for it. that shit was just dumb. You know, because like I said, nigga, the funny thing is literally this was not supposed to be a boxing episode, nigga. But I love boxing. I was really supposed to like I always do in the Too Much Game podcast. I use something that happened and then I turn it into a motherfucking lesson. I take something that I see and I use the practical wisdom to give y'all the lesson in the thing that we saw. But. A nigga got to talking about boxing. What's going on, BT Elliot? And what you say, Candace Nicole? This nigga, the game, placed a hundred thousand on Davis with DC Young Fly, supposedly. What he say? The game put a hundred k on Ryan. The game is a motherfucking idiot if he did that. Any money on Garcia was because they were hoping for a miracle. Yeah, it's like betting on a slow horse. It's like nigga, if if I bet this whatever money. I'm going to get my money back a hundred thousand times because I'm betting on a motherfucking long shot. Come on, my nigga. Like even Drake, nigga, even the Drake curse didn't didn't work on this one because a lot of us. And we saw that Drake bet on tank. We was like, oh, shit, because we all know about the Drake curse. Whoever Drake bet on usually end up losing. Whoever Drake support, they end up losing. Nigga. Tank is is too tough for the nigga. Tank beat up the goddamn Drake curse. And again, I was just thirsty, nigga. That shit wasn't even no hell of a bomb dropper. But like I said, my nigga, this motherfucking episode, I was supposedly going to use this as something to say not to believe hype in general, my nigga. That's the funny shit, nigga. This whole motherfucking episode, I've been talking about boxing and shit. What's going on, uh, Amon Top Tier? You know, the thing is, like, nigga, you're supposed... What do you say? Golden Boy even put their money on tank. Exactly, nigga. Any motherfucker with, with any type of common sense that understands boxing, the sport of boxing, who's ever watched boxing, who understands boxing, the actual sport, not the industry, you put your motherfucking money on tank if you was even betting because nine times out of ten... You're going to put 100 down to win $36. Because, nigga, it was in no universe did no motherfucker with common sense think Ryan had a shot. Ryan ain't never been hit like that nigga be hitting. Like, I be laughing because even when you watch the little pre-fight interviews, even the boxers, when they be trying to talk shit to Tank, you can tell they scared. Them niggas be telling Tank, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, beat you down, Tank. I'm gonna whoop you Jive turkey This nigga I'm gonna fuck your motherfucking ass up Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Fuck you up Tank 
I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna beat beat you down. You you, you don't you don't even hit people a lot. Like nigga, these niggas be scared of this nigga. What's going on? Twelve cow, the rich man. You know, shout out to twelve cow. Twelve cow put twelve million dollars on Tank Davis just so he could win eight hundred and sixty two dollars. Twelve Kyle is a very rich man. Y'all go follow the Twelve Kyle podcast. He's giving out um ten thousand dollars to everybody who listens to the Twelve Kyle podcast because he just got money like that. So just DM him and he'll lend you fifty stacks because he just got it like that. What you say, Candace? That's why Ryan Trash Talk was so dry. He was scared. Exactly. Same with um that other weird motherfucker that he beat that came out with a fucking um. A fur coat with no shirt under that motherfucker. I forgot his name. But like even him, when them when them motherfuckers be talking shit to, to tank, them niggas be like, Yeah, I I I'm 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 gonna hit you a lot. You're you're not gonna hit me as many times as I hit you because I'm a better boxer than you. This this fist this this, this gonna be the one to knock you out, tank. Like they be scared of this nigga. And that's the fucking thing, dog. Like, these motherfuckers be knowing they finna get their ass beat. But in order to sell the fight, they got to try to make it look good. But, nigga, it's hard to make it look good when you know this nigga finna beat your ass. Like, you could look this nigga in the eye like, this nigga finna hospitalize me, dog. You know, like I said, nigga, when that nigga Ryan took that motherfucking, uh, that little kidney shot, that nigga was rethinking life. He was like, nigga, I, I want to. I want to stand up, you know, I, I want to hold it down for my family, but that shit hurt. I ain't been hit like that, but I, they didn't tell me that motherfucker was going to hit that goddamn hard. You know, because even in, even in the fucking pre-fight bullshit, they were saying like, oh, Ryan keeps knocking out his sparring partners. We can't find people to spar with Ryan because he keeps knocking them out. Like when I was hearing shit, I'm like, "Cuz get the fuck out of here, y'all niggas, y'all on bullshit now." Like now, y'all just making up shit. Y'all just trying to sell this fight with with, with some dumb shit now. Now y'all turn this nigga into fucking Paul Bunyan now. Like now, all of a sudden, he he knocking niggas' heads off and uh, decapitating motherfuckers in the ring. Now this nigga done turned into Scorpion from fucking Mortal Kombat or Raiden or some shit. This nigga done turned into Ryu from Street Fighter or some shit. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. That nigga has no shot in the world. Raleigh Romero, that was his name. That nigga Raleigh was in that motherfucker. Just saying the dumbest. Like, literally, that nigga, that nigga Raleigh was in that motherfucker literally sounding like he had some shit written and he forgot it. Like, he had some notes that he was going to say to Tank and he left them motherfuckers at the house. And so now when it's time to talk shit, he's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to put bruises on you, motherfucker. Like, shut your punk ass up, nigga. Just sit down and say I'm a win. Like, god damn. Make the shit look good. Hire somebody who could talk better shit to fight Tank. How about that? Hire a podcast. Nigga, hire me. I'll, I'll fight the nigga. You know, all I, all I ask is get that nigga like some extra cushion in them gloves. Because when the nigga hit me, I'm going down. Fuck that. I'm running. Once I get in the ring with Tank, I'm taking the fuck off running. You know, I got that nigga by some pounds, but if I get in the ring, nigga, I'm sprinting. Nigga, it's going to be a race. Fuck the bullshit, but I could talk shit with him. I'll look that nigga directly in his eyes and I'll beat your motherfucking ass, Tank. <laughs> but I know in the back of my head, I'm running, nigga. It's, it's going to be a track meet, nigga. You better hope you faster than me. I'm 40, so you might catch me, but nigga, that nigga hit me hard. I'm going down, nigga. But what you say, uh, 12 cow tank is a beast. It ain't every day that you see a fight in on a kidney shot. Garcia had to reevaluate his life. Hell yeah, nigga. I know that shit hurt, nigga. What you say to Nightmare King? I want to stand up and I want to stand up and continue boxing because I'm a better boxer. And I hit harder and faster because I'm Ryan Garcia. Shit, that nigga Ryan Garcia knew motherfucking well. He was finna get fucked the fuck up, nigga. That nigga knew he ain't had no shot. What's going on? Uh, God's girl, Rhonda Sands. You keep changing your name. That shit hard as fuck to read. But, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, y'all know motherfucking well that nigga didn't have no... Bundini Brown. Exactly. That's who these niggas need. These niggas need to hire a shit talker. 
I'm offering my services. Whoever's going to fight Tank Davis next, hire me, my nigga. Like, you just sit there. Let me talk shit for you. I'll tell him all the flaws. Nigga, we're going to beat the fuck out your little ass. Nigga, fuck you, Tank. The fuck you going to do? Nigga, we'll beat I'll beat your ass, nigga. Let me get, I'll fuck your little ass up, nigga. You're too short, nigga. We, we got more reach than you. We got more power than you. We got more bitches than you. Nigga, we got six Rolls Royces outside, nigga. We got some gangsters. We'll fuck your ass up, Tank Davis. Fuck you gonna do, nigga. I'll, I'll stand in and talk shit. You gonna get your ass beat, nigga. But I'm gonna talk that shit so it look like something, nigga. You know, I'm going to tell the nigga, we just put this nigga on the hood. This nigga a gangbanger now. This nigga's a crip. He going to beat your ass, nigga. Fuck you. We going we gonna to sell the fight, but you you going to get your motherfucking ass beat at it, nigga. That nigga Tank Davis be beating the shit out these niggas. What's going on, my nigga BRB4701? My nigga Benji Banks, One Hope Wine, the best Moscato in the world. Y'all niggas check out OneHopeWine.com, my nigga. My nigga Benji Banks, what's the deal? Fire Session Podcast. But, like, that's the thing. Like, you could tell by the way these niggas talked to Tank. They were scared of him, my nigga. Like, they knew. Like, this nigga gonna beat my ass. Like, how am I gonna stand in front of this nigga and talk shit knowing this nigga finna put me in a hospital? Like, how, how, how am I gonna talk shit to this nigga knowing at the end of this fight, nigga, like, I'm gonna be walking funny. Nigga, I'm gonna be talking funny. Nigga, them, it, that shit gonna be like in, uh, in fucking paid full after AC got, got robbed in the motherfucking apartment. I'm walking different. I'm talking different. I'm out, B. You know, and then they was like, nigga, you tough, right? Niggas get shot every day, B. Like, that's how motherfucker, that's the speech that they was giving Ryan Davis after he got his ass whooped. Niggas get knocked the fuck out every day, B. What's, uh, what's going on, uh, bomb ass lady? Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, niggas had to get that nigga that pep talk, nigga. Like, y'all know the, the pep talk you got to get your homeboy after he get his ass whooped. You know, like, nigga. Hey man, you fought hard, dog. You you did your best. You know, nigga. You you stood there. At least you didn't run. Shout out to Ron, nigga, cause he he gave it a good effort, nigga. That that first round when that nigga was that nigga gave that nigga some fisty cuffs, nigga. Like I said, that nigga that nigga had tank, you know, hugged up, nigga, a couple times, nigga. That that nigga tank embraced him like two or three times in the beginning of the fight. Had y'all really thinking for a second, like, uh oh, this this nigga Ryan. He might have something for Tank. That nigga Ryan, he he gave that nigga some shots. He won that first round. Then that nigga got lazy with that left hook, and that nigga Ryan, you know, that, that nigga Tank made that nigga taste that glove. Pook. That nigga said, ooh, shit, this nigga hit hard as a motherfucker. That nigga Ryan fought different. Ever After that knockdown, he put some respect on that nigga. He said, oh, this, this nigga hit harder than I thought he hit. This nigga ain't, ain't ain't like them motherfuckers who who we went up against in the gym. He ain't like them YouTubers. He ain't like all them other no name motherfuckers I've been boxing. This nigga actually hits, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like nigga, he believed his own press. Nigga, he went in there threw some punches. He was in that motherfucker with the confidence. Like, yeah, did y'all see me? You know, that's the same thing that happened to Roley, my nigga. That nigga Roley got in there and threw some. He he threw some shit at uh Tank, nigga. And that's the thing, like, nigga, just because you can hit somebody don't mean you can knock them out. Tank been knocking niggas the fuck out his whole goddamn career, nigga. Y'all see how many knockouts he got? Them them wasn't no motherfucking accidents, nigga. He knocks niggas the fuck out. And what you say, Candace? He was so humble afterwards. He said, Tank, put my number in your phone. Exactly. The thing is, like, Tank said that shit itself. That nigga said, nigga. We in the club, you know, getting it in. That nigga showed up on me drunk. Nigga, I'm on here doing my little short nigga dance. Cause you know, Tank ain't but like five foot two. You know, so Tank looking up at people and shit. Like, nigga, I'm in the motherfucking club looking up at motherfuckers. And, you know, Ryan pull up looking like the Mexican Justin Bieber and shit. Like, hey, hey, La Vida Loca. Hey, man, can we be friends after this fight? And he was like, nigga, fuck you. Nigga, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass. And I guess he said the way that, the way that Ryan said the shit was on some like, he really trying to be buddy-buddy, and he don't realize, like, nigga, we're finna fight, my nigga. We bought the squad. You can't be my friend yet. That's how Tank knew that Ryan was not a fighter. Because, like he said, nigga, when you fighting, if we finna fight, nigga, we gonna fight first. We can be friends after. Because if y'all see a whole lot of the footage after the fight, 
Tank was like, you know, hugging and, you know, shaking hands with, with Ryan's family and shit. Like, you know, even him and Ryan, like, of course we could be friends after this because this is a sport. We're not really finna fight, but at the end of the day, we have to sell it as if we're gonna fight. So even though we're gonna be cool after, it's fuck you until after I beat your ass. After I beat your ass, we could be cool, but I gotta beat your ass first. Uh, what's going on? Damn, I, what's that? Savage X HG23. What's going on? You know, but like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, they had to do what they had to do to sell the fight to the casual fan. They had to make it seem as if they hated each other. They had to make it seem as if, you disrespectful ass motherfucker, Ron passed me with this goddamn loud ass motorcycle. But, uh, you know, they had to sell that shit as if, you know, it, it was going to be a close fight. As if it was a possible upset. And both motherfuckers got paid. And shout out to that shit, my nigga. What'd he say? He let him keep the money. Yeah, of course, man. Tank don't want to see that nigga walk out of there broke. Because that was another thing. They supposedly bet the purse. Oh, if you win, you know, if you beat me, I'll give you my half of the money. Nigga, please. Nigga, Tank, Tank already knew. Like, nigga, you, you have no chance. That's why Tank took the bet. He took the bet because he know he's finna beat the shit out this nigga. So he like, nigga, I'll, I'll humor you. You know, like I said, I'll sell the fight. I'll make people think we got this, this dangerous bet. To up the stakes to make it seem as if it's a big fucking thing. Them niggas sold that shit, my nigga. What's going on, my dear? You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Just to put a bow on everything, nigga. Just to wrap this motherfucker up like a condom. What's going on, my nigga? Conversation with Lamp. Y'all niggas got here late. Don't believe the hype, my nigga. That's the name of the motherfucking episode. You know, just because they're telling you. That somebody might be able to upset the champ. That don't make that the fucking truth. You got to believe word. I mean, you got to believe actions, my nigga. You got to believe patterns. Nigga, you can't piss on me and tell me it's raining, dog. Because that's what they did with this motherfucking fight. They told y'all that Ryan could beat fucking Tank. Even though there was no proof, no evidence, no great champions that he beat. He ain't beat nobody. He ain't done shit. You know, they said, oh, his last fight, he went down and he stood up. You know, he 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 overcame adversity. And that's supposed to, like, make me think he could beat Tank. Nigga, I've been down and got the fuck up. Nigga, we've all been down and got up. Nigga, like, you ain't never been a kid and fell on your knee, nigga. You ain't never tripped, fell off your motherfucking skateboard and got up. The fuck else you gonna do? Like I said, nigga, don't let nobody sell you on some bullshit because it sound good. That's what they did. Them niggas pulled the wood over your eyes as a casual fan. And like I said, I'm not shitting on it. It was an entertaining fight. It was enjoyable to watch. They did they motherfucking shit. But as a human being, you know, just to put some game on it before I close the door on this motherfucker. What's going on, King John? Like... Believe actions, not words, my nigga. You be, I believe what you show me, not what you tell me. Nigga, what, what is it that, that makes it to where I should believe this bullshit you saying? Fuck your intentions, because a lot of motherfuckers got good intentions. Ryan had the intention of winning that fight. That don't mean a motherfucking thing. Everybody was telling you they had their money on Ryan. That don't mean a motherfucking thing, nigga. I only believe what I actually see. Other than that, nigga, I don't believe a motherfucking thing. Like, nigga, I, I I only believe what you can show me. I only believe what you can prove. You know, like I say all the fucking time, in life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you have to leverage to negotiate. That's the same with this, nigga. In life, nigga, it, it ain't about what your intentions is. It ain't about what you say. It's about what you do. It's about what you can prove. It's about what you can motherfucking show. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you can get some merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store. T-O-O Much Game Podcast.store. Or you can cash at me directly. Cash tag Uncle Dolomite. Um, support the motherfucking squad, Townhouse Media. You know, 
right now I'm, I'm literally on fucking Townhouse Media's uh, YouTube page live You know, YouTube, Townhouse Media now Or YouTube, Too Much Game Podcast Either one, I'm streaming on both uh, support the other Townhouse Media Podcast, Sports for You Podcast, Sports Number Four Letter U. Check them motherfuckers out live on Tuesdays and Fridays, 6:30 p.m. You know, also check out the upcoming Podding Around with the Super Producer being ready. You know, shout out to him just jumping this motherfucker late as hell. But yeah, y'all niggas check out Podding Around Podcast coming very soon. Uh, also, nigga. Follow me on social media, Instagram at Uncle Dolomite, Twitter at Uncle Dolomite, or Instagram, Too Much Game Podcast, Twitter, Too Much Game Pod. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the motherfucking bell on YouTube, dog. You know, please do that, because I'm be going live on YouTube. Nigga, come check the motherfucking YouTube out, nigga, like... Getting them comments, nigga. Shout out to the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast. He was in the motherfucking comments. Oh, the super producer said he was on the YouTube live, nigga. Good looking out, nigga. And yeah, what it say? Sports to You Podcast. Draft week, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Friday, nigga. Three times this week. Y'all niggas check out the sports number four letter U with Mark, John Watson, and Nick motherfucking Freeze. But, uh, nigga, that's it, dog. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much guns.